I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Light that fireplace. I'm not even going to tiptoe around it. Give me 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 it. I will not chill. I'll heat. I'll heat up. It's hot now. It's really hot. I got to turn it down a little bit. You can turn down the fire? Are you some sort of airbender or something like that? How did you do that? Well, don't you have like a, like in your home, like you had a little gas thing that could, you would go, no, I don't live at the Ritz Carlton. Right? <laughs> Jesus, this guy, Come money bags on. over here. You have like a gas fireplace <laughs> in your house? No, all my fire is done by wood. I go out yeah, and chop Yeah, you use the, the wood. And you pour gasoline on it? No. <laughs> You've never made a fire. I've never made a that's why you always make them when we have them in the studio. Let's start with Thursday Night Football action. Yeah, that's it. What a boring game that was until, until. until <laughs> it was the most exciting game of the year. I have been trying to get the Raiders off the ground even before the season started as a team that I think is a darling. There were several teams at 5-7, and seven, the Browns, the Steelers, the Raiders, NFC side of things, the Lions, that you all mm-hmm. kind of looked at and said, hmm... Which one's going to make a run? Which one's going to be the team that pushes for a playoff spot? Maybe doesn't get in, but makes things interesting all the way up to Week 18. I really thought it was going to be the Raiders. I had the really Raiders did. pegged for that. I think they, I thought the offense was outstanding. Uh, and I, I really thought that they were going to roll over the Rams. Uh, and they were in control of this game for I mean, three in quarters. control, they were up 13, three, but it never felt like the Rams were doing nothing. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah 13 to three. But, like, did you think that the Rams were going to score 10 points to tie the game? Like, no, it absolutely like that not. Game, it looked like the let game alone, was going to end 13 to three. Let alone when it was 16 to three that I think they were going to score two more touchdowns. I, I just thought How many? Two more touchdowns. <laughs> I just thought it was going to be that classic game where it's like, wow, the Raiders stink. They can't do anything on offense, but thank God they're playing the Rams, right? So they can win this thing 16-10 yeah. to 10 or something like that. And then Baker Mayfield yeah, even, decided to wake up. Even when the Rams scored their first touchdown and it was 16-10, like you said, I still wasn't thinking that they were going to lose. I mean, it was ba- baby I mean, Baker Mayfield was playing quarterback for the other team. Baker Mayfield was in Carolina a week ago. Like, you don't just helicopter in a minute before the game starts. I'm being exaggerating that, obviously, but like 
It, that doesn't happen in this league. You don't just show up and then lead an offense on a 98-yard drive to win the game. It, it's unbelievable. And I think what it speaks to is Baker, he hasn't become the quarterback that people thought he would be. Mm-hmm. He's a former number one overall pick. I mean, he's on his way to being probably a bust. Ble- yeah, an analyst. Yeah. I said bust, but yeah, I like oh, it. I, I thought like he said analyst. analyst. I, I thought he was an analyst. analyst. I mean, in order to become an analyst this young, you're probably a bust. But doesn't it show you that, like, this? what this showed me is that he, first of all, he knows how to win. He's got a, mm-hmm. a an ability to win in his DNA. He won all the time in college at Oklahoma. Yeah. And the skill's there. Like, there's a, you don't just pick Baker Mayfield number one overall because he's got that moxie and he knows how to win. There's skill involved there. You saw mm-hmm. that on display. Like, that's what I think really shown brightest to me is that this dude comes in, he has, no, he has no chance he knows the offense. He probably doesn't even know some of the names of the players on the offensive side of the ball yet. His skill, though, is still there, and it was able to, you know, come out for the last five minutes. And I saw a stat that said the teams were like, I've only won four times when down by 13-plus points with under that four late. minutes, three yeah. minutes left. And half of those wins have come in the past four days with Tom Brady on oh, Monday wow. Night Football and yeah. Baker Mayfield now on Thursday Night Football. Tom Brady and Baker Mayfield, by the way. I mean, Pretty good duo. Pretty good duo. Pretty good class. <laughs> Combined seven Super Bowl wins. Do you remember that NFL 100 commercial where they were in the ballroom? Yeah. And, playing Kill the and Man? Brady was like, hold he on hands to these the rings. rings to, Baker. to Baker. So yeah. there's just this weird symmetry between those two for some reason. But I, I got to give credit to Baker. And I, I got to be honest with you, man. He was so much fun to make fun of when he was on the Browns. Is I got it, nothing against him now. The tide's really. starting to turn, though, right? Like where, yeah, it was so funny to see you bust out and TJ Watt swats the ball away and gives you the Dikembe Matumbo. No, uh, and uh, like uh, you're the too you're short. too small. Yeah. Like that was so fun. Now it's starting to come to the other side where I'm like, I feel bad for this dude. Like he's I just, don't know if I feel bad. The, it's the, not like the I'm, I'm speed like speed with which he was flushed out of the league is where it makes me feel a little bad. Flushed out of Cleveland and the way Cleveland yeah. handled all of that it leaves a terrible taste. Horrible. In my mouth. Good for him to get his moment in the sun. And now I don't think anybody expects him to come into LA and they're done this year anyway. But yeah. in the future, be that Rams quarterback, be the marriage that no. McVay needs. But it's nice that. When he does probably walk away, if he becomes a backup for the next couple of years, if he goes into that analyst booth, the thing that's fresh just in people's minds is going to be this comeback that he right. had. Right, even not if, the eight interceptions he throws in one game or you know something like that. Even if he doesn't finish as a starter for LA this season, say he he bakers it up, but right? you see he's, he he's going to start for the rest of the year for them. I'm right? not. I, mean, I don't know. I do, I mean, I honestly maybe he yucks it up. <laughs> if you played him when he just got there, he's your starter for the rest of the year. Like they clearly like him more than Wolford. And- yeah, but he can make mistakes, and you know, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a oh, weird yeah. season. There's no loyalty there. Like they could just say, okay, we'll go with Wolford now. We're just gonna try him out. You're still gonna remember that comeback win on 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 Thursday night. It also helped Tom too that it was a nationally broadcasted game yeah, or absolutely. nationally streamed game. Well, kind of. Yeah, I mean, for, if you have prime, right? If this national. if this was like a typical one o'clock game. I don't know if anyone really probably cares. be a footnote. Yeah, it'd be like, on the week, it'd be like they came back and won. Wait, oh. 98 yards from Baker? What? Like, but that's we all interesting. Watched but that I was watching Baltimore Pittsburgh, like the best rivalry in football. Sorry, I wasn't watching Raiders Rams. The touchdown pass he threw from which like, one? The 28 yard line, the game winner. The game winner to Van Jefferson. Dime. Yeah. So that's Dime. something that you kind of brought up too. That he just got there. 
Kirk Herbstreit brought up that same point. He made that pass to a guy that he has never played with before. They were on the same page on an entire route run. And like he got into the locker the ball... room before the game and he said, Hey, Van, nice to meet you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, a ridiculous throw with ridiculous circumstances. And yeah, I mean, that may be the last great moment you see out of Baker Mayfield's career. Possible. I mean, and maybe the first <laughs> great moment. <laughs> Who knows? Because, you know, Geno Smith. He won a playoff game. I'm Geno Smith. You know, yeah, right. things happen where guys can idle out for a while and then randomly come back with a completely different team. So maybe that happens with Baker. Who knows? You said off air, though, you brought up the, the possibility of Baker being the qu- potential future quarterback for this team. Because is there a chance Matt Ryan steps down? Stafford. Matt Ryan, wow, sorry. There's a good Matt's, chance Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, down too, I think though. it's gonna, it should happen, but for Matt Stafford, does that happen? Yeah, uh, I'd be curious to see how his off season goes. I have a feeling that he's gonna do the Ben thing, right? Where I miss the season due to injury. Uh-huh. I'm not going out like that. Maybe I'll come back for a year or two more and just not look like himself. I don't know if Matt Stafford has, and I hate to say this, has like the ego that Ben has though. There's definitely an ego there with Stafford. I don't think so. Yeah, there I is. think he was a pretty humble guy. I mean, he wasn't barking out. He wasn't being a drama queen in Detroit saying, Well, I mean, how can you be in Detroit, really? I mean, if you're that, if you're Matt Stafford good and you just keep putting up, what, 5,000 yards in a season and having your coach, Jim Caldwell, get fired after leading you to the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, he had every right to be. I never heard a word out of Matt Stafford's mouth that was egregious or, or diva-like. But and, then, and then his first season, he doesn't stroll into L.A. and say, this is my team now, everyone listen to me. No, he's he's playing with arguably the best quarterback head coach in football right now and said, oh, you're going to be this quarterback guru? Perfect for me. You're going to be Cooper Cup, who's going to have the arguably the best individual season by a wide receiver ever? Good for me. He never seemed like he played with an ego. Do you think that he will go into this offseason, try to rehab back, and then maybe be like, I'm done? Or do you think he's decided right now and he's just waiting? No, I don't end? think it's decided right now. I mean, I have... Because I think if it was, he would have done it already. Like, what's the point of hanging around? No, because you... I think, too, Matt Stafford's a, 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 not a super honorable, like the most honorable guy you've ever met, but... I don't think he's gonna just quit on his team and say I'm done, so I'm retiring now. I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect him to do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Not the greatest slate of action for this NFL season. Oh yeah, last week was insanely good. This week oh, is okay. Last week was. Incredible. We have the Jets and the Bills as two teams that are over 500 playing each other. We have the Eagles and the Giants. I don't count the Giants as a team over 500, though, in my mind. I know they are. Like, I, I look at that, and I'm just like, they're not over 500. They stink. I think well, the if they had beaten the Commanders last week, would you say the same thing? No, but that's the beauty of it. They didn't beat the Commanders. <laughs> uh, and then those are the only two. Those are the only three games, two games, that have two teams over 500 featured in them. The Niners are playing the Bucks. Bucks are at 500. The Niners have a winning record. And then the Dolphins are playing the Chargers. Dolphins winning record. Chargers at 500. So uh, nothing really that jumps out to you and, and screams, wow, this is going to be awesome. But you never know which game is going to show up as the game of the week. Uh, you never know. I would, North, I would say, yeah, go ahead. The AFC North's playing each other this week. Steelers, Ravens, obviously, and then the Bengals and the Browns. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's never beat the Browns. Crazy. How is it that I know a lot of people have brought this up this week? 
Joe Burrow is 3-0 against the Kansas City Chiefs, but 0-4 against the Browns. Go figure, right? Yeah. Like, you just got to have... Whatever you do when you get ready for that Chiefs game, copy and paste <laughs> for the Browns. Just pretend they put the Chiefs logo on the side of the scout team's helmets. How is that? I just don't them. get that. I think and it's I think, I think short-lived. This, this past year's loss, the, the, the first time these two teams met this year... Is the most questionable of those four I think losses. I'll blow them out. I mean, right. I think that that streak is going to come to an end, though. Maybe not this week. I, I think it will this week, but eventually it has to. I mean, I don't think he's going to spend his entire career in the AFC North and never beat the Browns. No, like, right. That's that's foolish to think. But they're off to a great start. I mean, Joe maybe, Brown. and I I I don't want to give this guy any credit just because of how terrible of a human being he is. But maybe it just took one week for Deshaun Watson to kind of just, like, get the rust out of there. Well, we have no evidence of that because he was terrible. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe just – I mean, he hasn't played a game in two years, Tom. And that was against the Texans. Now he plays a real defense who can rush the passer. Yeah. Has playmakers on that side of the ball. So I'm just saying now he finally has some NFL experience for the first time in two years. So maybe just kick the dirt off or, or knock the rust off. And now you're ready. Looking at the games between teams with winning records, the Bills and the Jets square off. The Bills are a minus 10 in this game. Uh, it's in it's in Buffalo. The Bills have yet – oh, excuse me. They beat the Patriots on Thursday Night Football last week. That was their first win against mm. the AFC East this year. They have lost to the Jets, and they have lost to the Dolphins already. Little revenge game here for Buffalo. I for think sure. they beat the Bills. You think – That the, 10 the points, Jets. though – Do you think the, they beat the I think Jets. they beat the Jets. That 10 points, though – is really tough for me Tricky. because the Jets' defense is really, really good. good. Like I think they'll turn Josh Allen over once or twice, and I'm not going to sit here and think that the Bills are going to put up you know, a 35-point explosion on that defense. I, I could see this more being like a Bills 27, Jets 19 kind of game. You know what I mean? Wasn't it trending that way the last time they played, and then the Jets, the Jets just came back. Them. Like, and then they just came the back. The defense said yeah. no more points. So it wouldn't shock me either. I don't know if I'm willing. I mean, the game's in Buffalo this time, so that helps. Of course. And that's where I think Buffalo, they lost in New York. They lost in Miami. They get the return trip in Buffalo. I think we've said it before when the Steelers were playing Buffalo. It's probably the best home field advantage in football right now, especially in December when that temperature starts to change. Yeah, I mean, you would say Kansas City maybe, but Buffalo won there. Did they jump through tables and douse themselves in ketchup and mustard? No, they don't. Then they're not as good as Buffalo. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know. They have some good barbecue in the Buffalo, in the, Kansas in the City, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. That. Buffalo, Kansas City, Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia right now those are your big three there. home field advantages. Not it's kind of weird. Cincinnati doesn't scare you at all in terms of a home field advantage. No, crowd. but when a big game happens, they'll be loud. Like they were real loud yeah. against Kansas City. Yeah, but it's I mean, it's you know, not in that it's Cincinnati. Tier. They got to condition them to being a great home. Uh-huh. Crowd. They're I not like used to it in Cincinnati. They're still waiting for that shoe to drop and be like, "Wait, we're we're good? Like we're wait, we're actually good." We're decades long good with a great quarterback. Like they got to believe it a little bit. So, I, I think Buffalo takes care of business in New York. That spread, though, I'm not so sure I'm as comfortable with that. I think the Jets' defense is good enough to keep it close. And I think if yeah. Mike White mm. had been Which playing Mike all White year, will you see the one that played against uh, who they beat two weeks ago? Two weeks ago when he came in for Zach Wilson, he went off. Right? He just torched him. He had three touchdowns. Uh, I know last week against the Vikings, he wasn't right. great. The wasn't Bears, great the against Bears, the Vikings, the Bears, but torched the, the Bears. The Bears. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't that great against the Vikings, but he was better than Zach Wilson. Oh. He had him yeah, in the end I don't zone think two times with a chance to win that game, and he put up 20-plus points. Do the Jets have a first-round pick this year? 
I think so. Yeah, I don't see why they would have. They haven't traded anybody. Right. So maybe you got to use that on a quarterback. <sighs> or maybe you're New York. You have money. Go sign a Derek Carr. Derek Carr will be an interesting one. Russell Wilson's going to give a lot of people cold feet, though, when it comes to the free agent quarterback market this year, because they're going to see what just happened to Denver, and they're going to be like, am I going to sign Derek Carr, and is he going to be shot? Like, is he, Yeah, I guess so. Cause no one, and people will be like, but, well, okay. come on, you you can't predict. No one saw you're this not, coming from Russell gonna, Wilson. You're not going to pay Derek. You would never pay Derek Carr. Yeah, you're not going to give him the extension. The Broncos are idiots for giving him For giving him yeah. all that money. Same with Cleveland, giving Deshaun Watson all that guaranteed money. But you're right about the Jets. Like, what else do you need in that first round, right? Yeah. You need a quarterback. That's right. your missing That's piece. Exactly. So I you, have, you have a good running back tandem, right, because you brought in uh, James Robinson, and when you get Brees Hall back next year, you have decent receivers, and your defense is elite, top 10. Unfortunately. Uh-huh. You're going to be picking when most of the big quarter. You might be looking at quarterback number yeah, four. Yeah, I mean, maybe you kind of shot yourself in the foot by doing really well this year before you got your quarterback, or right before you wanted to get your quarterback. The other game featuring teams over 500, the Eagles and the Giants. It's in New York. Eagles are a seven-point favorite. Any? The Giants are just any hope? No, for those Giants. No, I think they're starting to f- go back back in the tank now. Mm. Uh, I just they're still what seven and they're five seven and four one. and one seven four and one. I, I just think that they've been kind of floating above, keeping their head above water all year, and have been massively overachieving. And now I think they're starting to come back. You down know who earth. else has kind of come back to earth on that team is Saquon. Like a lot of people were saying Saquon for comeback player of the I mean, year. He's I the think entire team. I think like, it's kind of Geno's now to lose. It is Geno's now to lose, and and it's Saquon's team. Like, is Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. No, I mean, that is, and there's no weaponry in the receiving game around him. There's very little. It's, I wouldn't say there's none. There's just very little. It's they missed on Kadarius Tony in their draft mm-hmm. last year. Already I mean, so on much a so different that they team. Shipped him out of, yeah, of New York, and he's not doing great for Kansas City either. He can't stay healthy. Like, it's just not a good team no. other than the defense and Saquon Barkley. They're a couple years away, and it's kind of unfortunate. Like you were just saying with the Jets, I think the Jets are a lot closer than the Giants, by the way. Yeah, they're really just one piece. One piece. With the Giants, though, it's it's unfortunate that they are as good as they are because they need to be picking in the top five. Because I, I don't think they have as nearly as good of a defense. Right as no, um, no, there's not a Sauce Gardner over there. No, there's there's not a Quinn and Williams. There's no, yeah. there's none of that. No, I agree. I think the Eagles win pretty comfortably, even though they've been a, doing, even though it's in New York. They've been doing that recently a lot. I mean, who they? Oh, they just torched Tennessee. I'm trying to pick a Tennessee a playoff team. I'm trying to pick a puke bowl here. Let me see if I can help you out here. It's tough. You know what? You know what I'm gonna have to go with this week? Can I wait? Can I take a look first and maybe? I'm gonna have to go with it. Wait, wait, wait! I asked. I'm not gonna tell you what the game is. I'm gonna tell you what the kind of game is. I'm gonna have to go with a really good team against a really crappy team. Okay, are you gonna? So I'm gonna guess you're gonna go Chiefs Broncos. I was thinking Chiefs Broncos. Or I was thinking Cowboys Texans. Cowboys Texans. I'll I'll say this Monday night Cardinals Patriots. That's the only one yeah, that I can look at. That's one that's like I don't want to watch this game, but as a Steeler fan and as a host of the Steeler Standard, we have an obligation to because the Patriots to are root in against a playoff the Patriots, race for yeah. us. So I, maybe Titans Jags. See, the Titans aren't good enough, though, to make that the puke bowl. Like, the Chiefs are so good, I the guess, Broncos but you so don't, bad. I mean, yeah. I'm making it Chiefs-Broncos. It's just because it's the AFC South kind of thing. Chiefs are coming off a loss. They hate that. The Broncos are abysmal. 
I could see them winning that game like so 42 So what you're to saying is that you don't expect the Broncos' defense to step up in any way? No, because it's Mahomes. Okay. And I think the Chiefs' offense after a loss is a much scarier proposition than that Denver defense that has played its heart out all year long and has and still got lost. three wins to show mm-hmm. for it. So Two of which came in the first three weeks of the season. After starting two and one, they're what, three and one nine. and eight. They're three and nine, but their defense is nine and three good. Like the yes, if the the stat if the Broncos it's the, would have scored, it's the craziest stat ever. If they would have scored just eighteen points in every one of their games, they're nine and three, and they're the number one seed in the playoff right now. They have home field advantage. It's literally only Russell Wilson. Like, if you if the if the Broncos have anyone other than Russell Wilson and maybe Zach Wilson as their quarterback, they're five and seven right now. If not better, six and six. Maybe. Yeah, six like, and six, probably seven and five. He's so bad, area. it's mind boggling. But I'll make that my puke bowl. Even though the Chiefs are amazing, maybe the best team in football. That's kind of the part of the equation. They're just gonna curb stomp Denver. Yeah, I would maybe be more inclined to choose Dallas Houston. Just because of that Denver defense, there's a possibility they slow Mahomes down. There is. They're that good. I'm interested to see Brock Purdy's debut as the starter. Absolutely. It's a 425 kick on Fox against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Any has any, you know, trepidation about picking the Niners in this game? That Bucks D against a Brock Purdy? The Bucks are underdogs. The Niners are three and a half point favorites. They're at home. But they put a lot more stock into that defense, I think, when they're handicapping this game. So. And they think that the Buccaneers just aren't – I think they think two things. They think that Buccaneers defense ain't going to be able to uh, – or excuse me, that Buccaneers offense ain't going to be able to score on the Niners defense. And then Shanahan is such an offensive mastermind that the defense will limit the Buccaneers offense to 10, 13 points. He'll be able to manufacture at least that many points, even with Brock Purdy as his quarterback. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners win this game. Tampa Bay just stinks. I mean, their offense is so bad, except for three minutes. Left I would in the say this: quarter. their their defense, Tampa's defense, is really good. The only place where they're not really, really good is the run defense. So maybe it's just a huge day from Trent Williams blocking for Christian McCaffrey. The Seahawks and Debo Samuel. The Seahawks host the Panthers. Uh, interesting because that's what the Steelers' next opponent is: Carolina Panthers. So. Hopefully the Steelers get a win at 1 o'clock, and then you can watch a little scouting report on the Panthers as they play the Seahawks in Seattle. Your Sunday night game was the flexed game, the Dolphins and the Chargers. What was flexed out? I think it was Chiefs-Broncos. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So Dolphins-Chargers is now your Sunday night football game. Miami's a three-point favorite. They need to win this game. If the they Dolphins be, lose this game... I think both teams need yeah, to win this game. Yeah, it's a must-win for both teams. More so for the Chargers than the Dolphins. Yeah, just alive. because they're out of the playoffs right now. But as far as the Dolphins and just the way they feel about themselves, get a win here mm-hmm. because you lost the tough one against San Francisco, and you can debate whether you should have lost that one or not with Brock Purdy being in there. And then you have to play the Bills in Buffalo the next week after this, so... If you lose this game, you're staring at three losses in a row right there. Yeah, it's important to get wins when you can. Don't want to have three-game losing streaks in December. That's when you want to start stacking your wins and building momentum. So I think the Dolphins do win this game, but it's going to be tight. It's tight? tight? It's not a guarantee that you just roll over the Chargers. I agree. Especially in L.A. I agree with this. There's no home field advantage, but you have to travel across the country. I agree with both of your points. I expect Miami to win, but I don't think it's going to be an easy win. No, and I think that the Chiefs kind of showed you that two weeks ago when they went to L.A. to face off against them on Sunday Night Football. Remember how close that game was? Down Chargers, there? It took, right. It, and it came Mahomes, down to Mahomes. Yeah, doing right. Mahomes doing Mahomes things. things yeah. So the Chargers are 6-6, six and, six and they're a very befuddling team. 
And they definitely fall into that Ravens category we were talking about in an earlier episode, most disappointing team of the year oh, so for, far. Oh, they're up there. They're up there for sure, uh, but they're still dangerous. They still got a lot of talent, and they're not exactly just an easy bounce. All right, let's get to our triple play of let's the do week. It. I went one and two last week. You as well uh, went one and two last week. So as you determine who tees off first on a tee box in golf, if you tie on one hole, you have to go back to the hole previous. Two weeks ago, I stomped one. you because I went three and oh. Season records right now, I am 21, 17, and 1. You are 16, 22, and 1. So 16. Oh. I'm starting to pull away. Little voice a little crack. Bit. I get to pick first. Sure, go ahead. I'm going to take the Bengals minus 5.5 over the Browns. I think they just mm. obliterate the Browns. I think this is the, the exercising of the demons for Joe Burrow. Cool with me. Uh, for me, my first one, I'll go Titans minus 3.5 against the Jags at home. I think the Titans should win that game. Derrick Henry needs to get back on track. Mike Vrabel needs to get back on track. That's two losses in a row for the Titans. They should be able to beat the Jaguars by more than just a field goal. The Titans are pretty money against the spread when they f- suffer a loss the week after. I can only imagine they're even better if they have back-to-back Back-to-back losses, back losses so sure. I don't hate that pick at all. My favorite pick of the week. I know where you're, I know where you're going. I can't believe you're throwing your boys under the bus like that. Well, my my new boys might be these guys. The Lions minus is, two. You are the biggest Fairweather what? fan, biggest what? hypocrite Whoa. I've ever met. What do you mean? Because all you do is praise the Vikings, praise the Vikings. Oh, the Raiders are getting good. They they, <laughs> they win three games. Oh, I'm back on the Raiders. Oh, they lost. Okay, well, no, my team now is the Lions. That's all you do. I like the Lions minus is two. Hop around the league. I like the Lions minus two. I think that that offense is clicking on all cylinders now and. I think that's a playoff team that just dug themselves maybe too deep of a hole in the early okay. onset of the season. Okay, whatever. What do you mean, whatever? You are just... I mean, they're 4-1 and one since they started 1-6. and six. For anyone who knows you, it is... It's despicable how you pick against your team like that. I don't know what you mean. So often. This isn't even the first time that you picked against the Vikings. Don't know what you mean. But this might be the worst one. Uh, for my second one, I'll go Seattle at home, minus 3.5. It kind of scares me that the line is that small against Carolina in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Carolina's got to travel. Carolina has, who, Sam Darnold at quarterback? I don't know why it's that small. Maybe Vegas is going to trap me into something I don't know about, but I'll take the Seahawks minus three and a half. This last game for With me. With my luck, you know, probably the Titans and Seahawks will both win by a field goal, and I'll lose both. But they'll still win. This last game for me is, I, I really have no idea where to go with it. I don't feel confident. I wish I could just pick the Lions again. I wish I could pick them twice. That's how much I love them right now. They're my favorite team. <laughs> I'm going to do a hold-your-nose, hold-your-breath pick on this one, all right? All right, let's hear it. Jets plus 10. Wow. Defense keeps them in the game. Okay. I mean, you were saying earlier when we were talking about it, you like the Jets But defense. I want people to know that this is a hold-your-nose, hold-your-breath kind of pick. Mm. I don't feel great about it. Okay. Yeah, it's really hard to pick a third here this week. The two that are standing out to me right now, Tom. I just want to know, what was the line for the game last night? It ended... Six and a half. Raiders favorite. It finished with six. The Rams covered. Yeah, the Rams. I mean, the Rams won, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you want to pick the Rams? If this this game happened on Saturday, would you have picked that game? I would have picked the the Raiders. You would have picked the Raiders, right. You want to pick the Rams? No. Oh, okay. Well, you can't. I mean, I can. It's cheating. Do you want to give me a win? You offered. No. 
All right, for my last one. Hurry up and pick or else I'll give you the Texans on it. I'll go Dolphins on the road, minus three. Took three favorites this week. I did. And they all are right around that three-point spread. It's, that, it's not just me. That's 0-3. That's 0-3 right there. Steelers-Ravens at Acroshore Stadium this Sunday. Steelers are a two-point favorite. No Lamar Jackson. I really think not only not only do I feel like the Steelers are going to win this game, they absolutely should win this game in my mind. I got the Steelers taking care of business. 23-20. T-Cobb, 23-20. T- that is a poster child for a Ravens-Steelers score. You said Ravens steal Ravens. Steel, I'm just saying Steelers Ravens baby cuz 23-20 that's the score but, but Steelers win. Steelers win. I'm also going to go with the Steelers win. Don't like 23 points from the Steelers. That's a lot. I might go Steelers 20 Ravens 19. Wow. So the Ravens cover in your mind. Yeah. Not not out of this world. Uh no. Ridiculous of us to say. No. And I believe Matthew Wright is playing. Will be the kicker. Yeah, they activated Boswell yesterday, and he's practicing, but he has activated. <laughs> they have let him start practicing. He's not been activated from okay. IR yet, though, so we'll yeah. see about that. Uh, I don't like Matt Wright kicking outside, though. That's that's a good point. He's been bad outside. He's been good in domes. Now he's back at the beast. That I think the only right. reason I give the edge to Pittsburgh is because I like their offense more than I like the Ravens' offense. Especially right with Lamar out. Yeah, I think that's that rings true even more so. Even so, with Lamar in, a hobbled Lamar really. We is both just, have the Steelers winning. They're going to be six and seven, and if our prognostication comes true, it's going to be an interesting next week on yeah. the Steelers standard if they get to six and seven. But first things first, you got to take care of business against the Ravens on Sunday. Hey, if you missed any of our show today, don't worry, we got you covered. You can find full episodes of all of our shows: Steelers Standard, uh, Steelers Blitz with Wolf and. Steelers Blitz with Steelers, Steelers Blitz, Blitz with Wes and Moe's in the <laughs> locker room. So There's just a lot of shows. A lot of in the locker room yeah, with right. Wolf and Starks, The Drive with Matt and Dale. All of our shows are available to download wherever you get your podcasts, iHeart app, Steelers mobile app, or Apple, Spotify. So please do download and subscribe to our show and all of our shows here on the Steelers Podcasting Network. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Enjoy the NFL action. We'll be back again Monday to recap it all on the Steelers Standard. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.